Thank you for checking out Blog Theater from Happy Living. Blog Theater is Scott Berry's take on a blog post on happyliving.com. Scott is a former NFL draft pick who has turned his talents to screenwriting and performing his critically acclaimed one-man shows Solo Gig Squared and Rise. He is a man of many talents, and we hope you enjoy his burst of inspiration. Two lines into this blog called It's Not Our Great-Grandparents' Wheat Anymore by Matt Gersper, prolific blogger at Happy Living. I decide that I am the wrong guy to test it. You know, the wrong blog tester. Because I know nothing about wheat. Honestly, I've never thought twice about it. Besides, who wants to hear an amateur wax philosophic about anything, especially wheat? It should all come from an expert or at least someone versed in the world of wheat, like Matt. I mean, nobody cares that I have friends that are actually wheat farmers because they only talk about growing it, not eating it, which is the part I do. Matt even shares that this blog was inspired by The Wheat Belly, a book written by Dr. William Davis. Dr. William is an MD, an expert, and I'm just a smartass with a keyboard and a microphone. What do I know? But then I remember that as the blog tester, the test driver, I don't have to know anything about cars, which I don't, or wheat, that either. I simply have to have the willingness to share my personal experience driving the car, or reading about or eating wheat, and what it all means to me. You know, try to make sense of it for myself and maybe you in the process. I know, that's a big maybe, but what the hell, we're already here. What I'm saying is that I'm probably like most people and that I have never paid an ounce of attention to the fact that I'm eating wheat, much less what kind of wheat I'm eating, or in fact, what's in the wheat I'm eating. Remember? I'm the guy that never looked on a label to see how much sugar I was ingesting. Maybe that's just me. Or maybe not. So I'm going to step into the unknown in front of you and use this blog as an opportunity to learn something new. Here goes. For starters, Matt says that not only have we changed wheat, but that wheat has changed us. And how have we changed wheat? Well, first Matt says farming methods have changed and the yesteryear of small family farms with different crops and animals and soil that contained vital minerals and macronutrients has given way to monoculture farms with nearly sterile soil. Now I'm no expert but sterile sounds good for a surgeon's hands but bad for the dirt my food is growing in. Eat your veggies, I constantly tell my daughter, and was told the same as a kid, but apparently she's not eating the same veggies or wheat that I was or my dad was or my grandfather was, though it all still goes by the same name. Wheat. I wish there were labels on veggies, you know, that would tell us what's still in them. You know, used to have this, now has that, a way for us to compare. The second big change, according to Matt, has been the increased use of chemicals for disease and pest control. Now, I know a little bit about chemicals and pesticides because my great-uncle Bill owned Berry Farm Supply in our little farming town of Walnut Grove that supplied chemicals and fertilizers to farmers. My father worked at Berry Farm Supply for over 50 years. Sure, the intent was to help farmers grow productive and profitable crops, but clearly there's a downside to all the chemicals. Or as Matt says, wheat of the past wasn't exposed to this modern-day cocktail of chemicals and pesticides, in some cases applied up to 10 times through a single growth process. The third is hybridization. I know, sounds like food on steroids. 
Not sure how nature would feel about hybridization if we asked her, but I'm guessing nature would frown, engineered food, pretend food. If anyone out there knows the long-term side effects of pretend food, please let me know. The fourth, Matt says, is that modern production methods, for example in Wheat's case, have reduced our grandmother's two-day process to make a loaf of bread down to two hours. That's 46 less hours. Great for biz, up go the profits, but bad for us because the two-day process of the past removed some of the irritants of wheat through fermentation. Not anymore. Bottom line, according to Matt, we've sucked all the good stuff out with modern farming methods, left the bad stuff in with modern production methods, and doused it all with chemicals that were originally designed for warfare. Wait, did he just say warfare? So they were designed to kill people? Yummy! So does this mean that my turkey sandwich on whole wheat bread is clearly not the same sandwich my grandmother Ada would make for us on our day trips to the Sierra Mountains? At least not the bread. And maybe not the lettuce or the tomato, and certainly not the turkey juiced up on steroids. So where does this leave us? Well, me a little depressed. I mean, I've never been much of a bread guy, but still, as mentioned above, I prefer my deli sandwich on whole wheat, or what I thought was whole wheat. Because apparently the new and improved version causes inflammation, makes us fatter, even has an addictive quality. It even damages our intestinal wall and has created a modern-day malady called leaky gut. The last thing I want, the last thing I want for anybody is a leaky gut. I mean, where does it leak to? And not to go all apocalyptic, but Matt says modern wheat has wreaked havoc on not just our digestive system, but our immune and nervous systems as well, contributing to over a hundred autoimmune diseases. Good God. This all makes me so sad. Why would we do this to ourselves so we can produce more wheat and make more money off of it? Why would I do this to myself? No, that long silence and big sigh wasn't for the effect. It was me sulking, then mourning, then contemplating what to do next. Maybe we're having the same experience. Thankfully, at the end of this blog, air shot to the gut, Matt offers a challenge. 30 days wheat-free. He suggests we simply try it and see how we feel. He did and he felt great. A guy named Mark Sisson did it in the documentary What's With Wheat and quoting Matt fixed several of his health issues that he assumed were simply a natural consequence of aging. If Mark and Matt can do it, then why can't I? Why can't you? So here goes. I'm setting out on my 30-day wheat-free journey. Today. Today today because apparently there's no time to spare thank you for listening to blog theater from happy living if you enjoyed this performance please leave us a kind review to read the inspiration for this episode of blog theater go to happyliving.com backslash blog theater <laughs>